Welcome back. It's Smoking and Toasting, show number 175A. It's the bonus uh, segment uh, for show number 175. Because Ian and I We're didn't get to our... to 200A. Uh, yes, exactly. Ian and I didn't get to our uh, to our top five brewery list, so we'll do that in this final bonus segment. Plus, I wanted to give a shout-out to Bruce Stark, uh, who commented that the brewery Becker in Brighton, which he says is six blocks from his house, and that came with an obligatory smiley face because anytime you got a brewery walking distance I from your wish. house, yes, that's pretty special. I, you know, that's when I move at some point in time, I'm going to move, and I'm going to try to move close to a brewery. He also says it's more of a brew pub than a brewery. I don't think you can get their stuff anywhere but their pub. And you know, there's a lot of places like that. In fact, I will just say. There's one of the breweries that made my top five list that I cannot buy their beers in the store. I have to go to the brewery to get so, it. So um, one, one of the things about brew pubs that uh, people may or may not know, uh, brew pubs a lot of times will contract their, um, their beers. And this is, don't take this to be any bad thing. What they generally do is get a local brewery to make their beers. Like for a long time, we had uh, BJ's here in town, and St. Mm-hmm. Arnold would make their beers for right. them. Uh, and that's that's actually super cool, which means that, your beer's really good, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so you're having you're having a great brewery make mm-hmm. the the recipes for that, uh, and it's really interesting because you know some brew pubs don't have all the facilities to manufacture the beer. Right now, some of them do, yes. and some of them just do the local. Thing. Well, you think like platypus, for like example. platypus, yeah. and and plat- it's good to see platypus. By the way, has now have some cans out. Uh, mm-hmm. and they're, they're starting to actually branch out a little bit. They're in Kroger's but they and were just, yeah, as well. Yeah, they were as just a... local brew pub. Uh, yep. and and great food at platypus. And like. location for my birthday party. One yes, year, which was uh, great. Yeah, fun. we had a good time there. That was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ian. Uh, we've gone through the rate beer list. I, I, you know, while there were a number of breweries on it that I thought were excellent and totally deserved to be on the list. Uh, I really kind of take issue with their top five. I don't think their top five are all that necessarily um, in the way that... Like some of the top five, I don't know. So I can't I can't say on that because, I mean, who wrote this? I don't know. If I wrote it, I'm sure there's breweries well, that I would put on there that... Well, Dogfish Head was 98. Dogfish Head being 98 is a little bit weird to me because yeah. that brewery... Uh, Okay, Talk about so you innovative. Can, you can look at it a couple ways. First off, you can look at it as the beers that they make now, or you can look at it as what they do for the community of beers and mm-hmm. what they do for the community of beers. They are the guys that, while they may not be the most popular, they're always pushing the envelope mm-hmm. on the weirdness and the like, all the craziness that you can do with beer. They're always pushing, and they're always going one level further than you could ever think uh, for a brewery. And they're the ones that will take that chance and do that and not make the mainstreams. They have a couple things that they've made closer to mainstream, but you know what? They're still a little bit different. Yes, absolutely. And they and they still they not only have landed on some brands that they can continue to release on a regular basis, but they do wonderful limited releases. Yeah. Wonderful. The seventy five minute IPA that they released yes. limited release. Outstanding. Fantastic. And what is it? I want to call it Moon Pools and Caterpillars, but that's, oh, yeah, the, name that the, the, that's uh, the name of the flaming. They did a beer with the flaming lips and um, uh, Moon Pools and it Caterpillars. It was so good. It was, uh, uh, I'll think of I it. can't think of it either. Brian, but, you help know, us. Uh, what's that? I said, Brian, oh. help us. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, so with them, though, let's consider what they've done. Their 90 minute IPA 
is 100% top of the style. Absolutely. And the 120 the is 120. a wonderful, like if you want to be really indulgent, but the 90 is almost as good, and you don't feel like you're being quite so decadent when you drink it. Yeah, the 120, you know? I, I don't feel guilty when I drink the 120, although mm -hmm. sometimes it comes in at around 18%, which is, let's just be for frank, an, it's for an IPA really, that's way over the top. really ridiculous, yeah. but it's so good. Yes. And it's so ridiculous, and I love yes. that about Dogfish Head. They it's also have one thing. called the Midas Touch, Yes, which is an ancient recipe brewed mm -hmm. with honey and everything else. It's Absolutely and awesome. They, I mean, they're just not afraid. And let's not forget on the lighter side, the slightly mighty. It's yes. one of the best low cal, low ABV beers that you can even think about coming up with. It's just really good stuff. I, you know, I just I think of I think of Dogfish Head as the Terry Bradshaw Hail Mary of beers. Like they just go out there. They're like it's going to make it or it's not. This is two sports references for you on one show. It's amazing, Which I believe it? is a, a record. Yes. <laughs> I believe it is. I believe it is. Uh, okay, Ian, I think it's time. Uh, you should give yourself your own drum roll from the uh, from the sound effects machine, which, by the way, as you know, we spare no expense. No, oh, no, that's the wrong no, sound that, that was for me. Oh, okay, gotcha. We spare no expense with our sound effects machine. Uh, so with by that sparing mind, no expense, I mean, we literally have no expense. Right. In, in this. Yeah, no spare expense. There's the drum roll. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Berry's top five favorite breweries as of right now. In no particular order. Oh, come on. You have to order them. I have to? You don't have to. But I have to? I thought that was the deal. I'm like hiding my phone from I'm not here. looking. I'm not looking. <laughs> I, I believe you. I, I really want to be surprised. I'm one yeah, of those people that- reflection off my glasses. I'm okay. one of those people that doesn't like <laughs> snoop at like Christmas <laughs> presents because right. I want to be surprised. All right, so uh, in no particular order, okay. but in order for you, number five, I'm going to go with Bell's. Bell's Brewery. Have you ever had anything from Bell's that isn't outstanding as far as no. quality goes? The Two-Hearted Ale is... There's a couple beers that they make that I don't like. Yeah? But that's because, you know, frankly, I don't like black licorice flavor in my beer. Right, and so you weren't you know, going to like it anyway. I wasn't going to like it anyway. Well, I'm but that way about St. Arnold. Like, I don't like the lawnmower, but I respect it, and I know tons of people do. I just don't like that particular style right. of beer. And it doesn't make me think any less of St. Arnold as a brewery because they make that. In fact, there's people I know that's their by far their favorite Their beer. favorite, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I so, like it. I think I think it's fine. Yeah. It's just not to my palate, um, that's all. So Bell's definitely. I Bell's have, at five. I have Weyerbacher on my list. Weyerbacher. Now you've surprised me. Now nobody put Weyerbacher on their list. No. Weyerbacher makes some of the best Belgian style beers ever. I'm so like, and I'm so sad that, that they, they don't have them. Like I can't get them here. My brother brings them to me from Pennsylvania whenever he comes. Yeah, but I'm so through. intrigued they made your list. But. Well, because their Merry Monks is one of my absolute favorite beers of all time. Like, that beer is so good. Mm -hmm. And then they have Blithering Idiot. Uh, I mean, come on. That's amazing. <laughs> then they also have their Quad. They have, I mean, there's so many amazing beers from that place. And Tell they're all brother. in the same style-ish. Yes. And I'm okay with that because that's all, like, one of my absolute favorite beer styles of all time. So... Anything on the Belgian side of stuff, you know, I'm going to generally like the yep, beer. Like yep. I'm, and, and barley wine kind of stuff, you know, I'm going to like the beer. Like those are just things that I absolutely love. So they make top of the list because that. 
Okay. Well, tell your brother to bring us more when he returns. You have him send some, right? Dogfish head, for all the reasons oh, I mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. Made your list. I, I love don't this. buy dogfish head all that often. If I want an IPA, I only have a few choices that I generally snap up at the store, okay? Mm-hmm. And those are uh, most anything by Stone, although the Chocovesa is a little weird. But um, yes. <laughs> most anything by Stone. Um, and then uh, Bell's Two Hearted Ale. And then any other IPA that I pick up is probably going to be Dogfish Head. Interesting. Because 90 minute IPA. I mean,. It's so good. Uh, the rest of their beers are so interesting and wonderful. I love so many of the different things they do. I love it when they come up with something new because it's going to be incredibly different. So that's why. Dragons and Yum Yums. Yes. That's, that was the- that's <laughs> the name of the beer. That beer is so delicious. It's really good. It's yes. so weird and different, and yes. it's so delicious. Uh, so then I have- um, Okay, so that was five and four? Then I have Founders. Founders, dude. Founders. They don't make a beer that I don't like, I think. Uh, like, even their all-day IPA. That's uh, wonderful. They make one That's kind of fruity beer, the, beer. the hmm, Rabias, Rabias, something like that, but, the but they strawberry do the, one. They do the uh, the Backwoods Bastard and, the, uh, like... Dirty Bastard is Dirty where Bastard that starts. Dirty Bastard is amazing. And then you got Backwards Bastard, and then you got a few other bastards in there that are amazing. But Scotch <laughs> Ale, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely fantastic, and then, um, uh, uh, and then like their whole line, the, their oatmeal breakfast stout, yep. unbelievable. Yep, yep. Like yep. that is so good. Like Founders is just one of those breweries where when I see their name, if I see something different, I will just buy it because buy it just because it's Founders. Because it's Founders. And yeah, I'll, I'm and, and I'm almost positive I'm gonna like it. Yeah. Well, they are they are really, uh, really top good. of my list. Top of my list, and you guys know this from listening to me and seeing me on here a number of times. Can't wait. St. Arnold. St. Arnold, now, nicely done. You might think, okay, well, they're Houston. I'm from Houston. Yes, of course. That makes it easy to get St. Arnold. But here's why I like St. Arnold. I'm not a huge fan of most of their core line. I generally don't buy most of their core line. But. But I can't wait for almost every seasonal that they make. Like, Every season where they stop making this one, I'm just waiting for the next one. And starting with number one, and then moving to my less favorite. Starting with number one, Oktoberfest. Their Oktoberfest is the best in the world. Is it's amazing. amazing. It's, it's amazing. So good. Yes. It's it's absolutely fantastic. Um, and it beats out, like, it beats out every other Oktoberfest that I've tried so far. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've had some great ones, and I'm not saying I don't like other Oktoberfests because I'm not that guy, but. But frankly, that's my favorite. Um, they make a, a winter stout that's amazing. Mm-hmm. They make uh, right now Springbok is out, and their Springbok, Springbok is, is amazing. So tell me again the name of the beer. They made a beer that combined their IPA with their Christmas ale. That was Sailing Santa. Sailing Santa is their one of the Christmas best. ale. Uh, the, the Christmas ale is great, but that Sailing Santa, I. I if you're listening, guys, please make it again. It was so wonderful. Their Christmas ale is so amazing. Like mm. I, there are so many things about their seasonals that I absolutely love. Their summer seasonals are uh, are I, not like their summer seasonals tend to be hoppier and lighter. Mm-hmm. So you got lawnmower and you got a few others that uh, uh, that I also like. But frankly. Like St. Arnold for their seasonals is my number one favorite brewery. I can't wait to see the new seasonal 
every time they put one out. And then, going on top of that, it looks like the Gutentag is now a standard line for them. Yes, so I believe I, that's a year-round. Remember I said round. I yeah. don't usually go for their core line? Now I go for Gutentag, and it's absolutely fantastic. Absolutely love it. I spent a couple years of my life where St. Arnold Alyssa was my favorite beer in the world. I, I I had it so often that I actually burned out on it a little, but there's no denying how, how great it is. And I'm with you. And you didn't even mention the Divine Reserve and the Bishop's Barrel. Then they have yes. their special releases, because yes. I haven't gotten oh, to that okay, yet. Okay, sorry. I, then uh, they have special releases, their Divine Reserve and their Bishop's Barrel. And their Bishop's Barrel are all barrel-aged, and it's a barrel-aged something that they've made generally before. Yeah. And it, and so you get to taste that their uh, their divine reserve is something that they've decided to make. Uh, I don't know how many times a season, but they're always like outstanding examples of what they're making. Uh, there's very few, and I have a collection of both of those in my refrigerator. Not super comprehensive. I know there's people out there who have more than me, but um, but I I just I know that I'm gonna have to start drinking some of them soon because some of them are getting into the three to four year range. Right, and some Which beers don't stand that than, long. Yeah, yeah, older than you really want. And I also want to point out uh, Kevin Copeland uh, pointed out on here the uh, the Phoenix on Westheimer here in town makes some of their own beers. That's awesome. Uh, he said one that should be on there and uh, that he didn't hear is uh, Oscar Blues, ten fifty by Oscar, Oscar Blues. Blues. Thank Oscar you Blues, very much. I really, really wanted them on my list as well. Wow, Dale's Pale, Dale's 1050, Pale is fantastic. Uh, Old Chub, Old Chub is so so good. So all good. Those yes, absolutely. So, well, what does your list look like? Uh, a little different from yours, uh, but I. I th- I don't know that you're going to have I don't know that you're going to find fault with any of them. At number 5 on my list is I was mentioning a brewery that I can't buy their stuff at the grocery store or at even uh Specs or Total Wine or anywhere. Uh but I so love their experimentation and what they have done. Yeah. Particularly with IPAs, Ingenious Brewing is my number 5 out of Humble, Texas. They're so fun. We've had them on the show. Yes. Every beer he brought was amazing. The Every one, beer. The one the uh the one that they had at the whiskey social, the uh fruit the, they cake had a fruit with cake. friends. Oh my god. I hate fruitcake and I loved that beer. Then they had the bur- uh, the bourbon barrel aged. Oh, it was just was fantastic. Amazing. And that that didn't even get into the IPAs they make because they make some of the best Juicy and hazy IPAs I've ever had in Genius Brewing out of Humble, Texas. If you have not been there, you've got to go to their tap room. You can buy the beer and take it home, but you can't buy it in yeah. stores or anywhere else in Genius. Those guys are genius. genius. At number four, out of Milton, Delaware, Dogfish Head, ladies and gentlemen, for all of that the reasons. Both that, of our lists. For all the reasons that Ian so wonderfully described, you're absolutely right. But I will say that uh, I love the inventiveness and the creativeness of Dogfish Head. Not only are those IPAs fantastic and just, I mean, they're rock solid. You always know you're getting something amazing. Uh, but the way they continue to come up with new stuff and the way they try, and they're, they've released a few beers that I haven't cared for, but I've loved them for trying them because they were weird, strange, yes. out there beers, and I love that. It's uh, you you got to love these guys, and it feels like that they're – um, their merger with Sam Adams Boston Beer Company has just emboldened them. It's made them go, okay, don't want anybody to think we're getting soft here. Now we're going to do a really weird beer, yep. you know. And I love that. So Dogfish Head at number four. At number three, 
Lone Pint Brewery out of Magnolia, Texas. <laughs> they make what could be the best IPA I've ever had, and that's the Yellow Rose IPA. It's it's just, you know, it, as many great IPAs as I've tasted since I had my first Yellow Rose, it's one of those that every time I go back, I go, yeah, this is like coming home. This is this is the one. These guys, and I know that their uh, beers are available at retail, but I think only in Texas. These guys are masters of their craft. And it's not just IPAs, by the way. They've now made some other styles that have their been brown fantastic. Ale is good. Their brown yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And every time they have something new, it is an immediate must purchase. They're not one of these breweries that rushes things. They don't release something new every other week. It, they're very slow. They're very patient. And I love They're very small. They're in a small very town small. north yes. of us. Magnolia is not a oh, big Magnolia. place. And Magnolia, I mean, like when I say small town, I mean, I don't know. Like, is there's 2,000 people? How many people are in Magnolia? It's oh, it's, not much. it's very small. It's very small. Like, it's super tiny, but the, it's, it's spread out, but it's super tiny. The downtown of Magnolia. I think has a total of four stoplights. Yeah, it 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 is that small, but boy, do they have a brewery. Yeah, and these guys know what they're doing, and they're just such slow, careful craftsmen. And I love that when we had them on the show, they did something nobody else has done ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah, they brought a beer they weren't all that crazy about, and I think they did it just to test us. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, I mean, we were polite, but we we're like. Yeah, it's not my favorite. He goes, yeah, this one's not very good. Like, <laughs> he just brought, like, these crawlers of things that they had whipped up, you know, there at the brewery. Which uh, is its own level of awesomeness. Its own level of awesomeness because he was fearless, fearless to do that. Think about it. Think about it. I mean, that's, to me, that just, my respect for them grew, like, a hundredfold that day. And they didn't bring the IPA that they're oh, most famous yeah, for. The greatest IPA in the world, and they didn't bring it. In fact, that's... That's what that show is called. If you look back in our list of yeah. shows, the name of that show is Best IPA Ever, and they didn't bring it. Well, what's funny about it is when we talked to him, you know, uh, he uh, on that show especially, he's like, yeah, well, we knew we needed to make an IPA, so they just made an IPA. Yeah. And it happens to be your favorite It happens IPA to be like ever. the greatest one ever. <laughs> Ingenious at five, Dogfish Head at four, Lone Bunt Brewery at number three. At number two, I don't think, I don't think this made anybody's list, but it sure made mine. Bear Bottle Brewing out of San Francisco, California. I don't know anything about them. Well, really. actually, you do because we've had a couple of their beers had, on yeah, the show. Yes, and they are masters of the IPA. But it's not the only beer they make. They make all kinds of different uh, iterations and things. They are wonderful, wonderful. So, uh, so what is that? What are you showing I, me there? Brian put up population of magnolias. I remember I said two thousand people. Yeah. 2,105. Well, there you go. You were damn close. That's where you the best close. IPA yep. in your mind ever Come, is comes made. From yeah. a, comes from a town that's smaller than the small, tiny town I grew up in. <laughs> that's amazing. Smaller than the tiny town I grew up yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. We both grew up in tiny towns. What are we doing here drinking extra Añejo tequila? Uh, finally, at number one on my list, Ian, I don't know how you're going to have any problem with this. From Broussard, Louisiana, Parish Brewing Company. Parish Brewing. The Is makers Ghost of the Ghost in the Machine, as well as so many other great beers. Yeah. That's the thing. They could have made my list at with just Ghost in the Machine, because it's that good. But uh, i got to tell you, the thing that put them over Lone Pint into my number one spot, because this is really hard to rank, 
as you know, because you like copped out on that and didn't want to rank yours. Uh, but the thing that put them over was how good the rest of their beers are. Yeah. And not that Lone Pine's other beers aren't. They've just got more of them, and they're all really amazing. All right, I have a challenge for you. All right, go for it. Um, since we're doing a top five list, I think mm-hmm. for next week what we might do, mm-hmm. and we could just pop this on at any point in time, one of the segments, or maybe do it in a bonus segment, Okay, is I want, I'll make a list of my top five IPAs. Wow. Okay. My absolute 100% top IPAs, and you have to make a list of your top five things that aren't IPA and are actually brown. Okay, so I, I make a list it of It has to be a brown five, beer. Top five brown beers, and you make a list of your top five IPAs. Yes. Challenge accepted, sir. Gauntlet <laughs> gauntlet thrown down and challenge accepted. By the way, speaking of next show- If I had a show, glove, I would slap you with it. Speaking of- <laughs> That would be awesome, by the way. Speaking of next week's show, Jordan Davis will be uh, joining us. He is from a very interesting uh, company called Heaven's Door. It's Bob Dylan's Whiskey. Now, we met him at the uh, Whiskey Social. Yes. And he was super nice and mm-hmm. really thought it was a fun idea, so I'm super glad to have him Now, on. we've tried Heaven's Door. We did. They're, they're we tried standard. the Kentucky Whiskey on the, the When on it the first show. came out, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, we both actually said, you know what? This is actually really good. So, um, uh, because we're both dubious of superstar uh you know, uh, whiskeys and, and yeah, <laughs> Conor McGregor, yeah. Uh, but but it was really good, and so I'm very interested in having him bring on some of the other iterations yeah. that we have not tried that are way too uh, expensive. That to are try. Way, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Bob Dylan; he needs cash. Uh, it's not like he wrote all along the Watchtower or anything. <laughs> right. uh, so so we're looking forward to that on next week's show. Plus, my list of the best brown. Dark beers I've ever tried, and Ian's list of his favorite. Yeah, ideas. you can have any style of beer you want as long as it's as, brown when it's look, in the right, glass. It, it can't be a pale. No, nope. right? Okay, no pales, no Mexican right. lagers, no none All of that. Right. Fair enough. This challenge accepted. Uh, this has been a very fun show, and not just because the tequila was so good. Oh, I'm uh, out. Hold if, on. Well, well, if we're gonna my, cheers. My glass seems to be a little empty too. So. You can take care of that. I uh, want to thank Adam on the Wheels of Steel, and I uh, want to thank everybody uh, behind the scenes who helps to make the show happen. Uh, by the way, uh, while we were on the show, I got a text from our good friend Chris Hart, who nobody cares about, uh, and he is confirmed for our uh, Whiskey Blind Taste Test show, which will be coming up in Sweet. about a month. So All right, well, I'll text uh, that, Alan so. as soon as we're done here. All right, very good. Uh, Ian, my friend, it is so good to see you, so good to enjoy Fine uh, beers and tequilas with you. Did you that get was, that? That, sounded that awesome. was great. Can we do that again? Nice. Wow. That needs to be some sort of a. That is a, music to my ears. Yes, it is. And to our taste buds. <laughs> Have a great week, my friends. Uh, trust no one and uh, cheers.